What is up, you beautiful creatures? Thank you and welcome for episode number three of Alliance Pride. Um, so in this episode, I actually, we don't really talk about fitness uh, whatsoever. We speak about, we actually get sidetracked plenty of times. And it was good. Sometimes every every episode doesn't always have to be uh, generally just about just one topic. Uh, I think recently with so much happening, uh, sad news over the weekend and just so much going on in this world. Um, it, it, it was really uh, a great opportunity to sit down with my friend Lauren and really kind of like just <clears throat> use that hour as reflection. Uh, talk about a lot of things, um, entrepreneurship, life itself, curiosity, and just many other things that sometimes we all need that. We all need to just listen to other people's, not, I wouldn't say problems, but just things that, that we all go through. You know, we are all humans. And I have the honor and of just really uh, to have her on my podcast, uh, to learn a little bit more about her. I know her for a long time, a great, great businesswoman, uh, a very strong-minded person and uh, just a good friend overall and for her to give me her time to be on the podcast was just really utterly amazing and uh, like i said about every single guest in the in the podcast it's just an honor uh for people guests on this podcast to give me their time so they can share their story they can talk their you know their their mindset their mentality maybe give you some feedback or maybe give you some guidelines or tips about like what they do so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and again um you know, with the sand news and everything over the weekend, uh, we I try my best and we try our best to kind of like stay as much positive, positive about it. Uh, if you guys have any questions about it, always you can email me at onlyfit at gmail.com or you can always message me on Instagram also as well. And any questions, uh, feedback about this will be amazing. So I hope you enjoy the uh, the podcast and the episode and I will see you guys Well, you will hear from me next week. Thank you. <laughs> what is up, you beautiful creatures? Alliance Pride episode number three, as my guest is like dying laughing already. <laughs> is this your first podcast? No, you've been in different podcasts oh, yeah. already, no. right? No, this is my first. You haven't popped my podcast, Cherry. Don't worry about it. No, but you, no. you've been in other podcasts, yeah. right? Yeah. But your other podcasts were what? About what? Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, life, modeling, you know, model, modeling. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You used to do, you used to do modeling. Yeah. Oh my God. So I have a, a a very nice guest for today's episode. <laughs> One of my good friends, Lauren, and really, uh, it was the most awkward way we met. Also, too. So she, she has. I never met her through our own uh, events. Um, we never met. Um, outside of like all the other guests that I have but I met her actually in the gym and she asked me about my headphones um, I was literally only curious about <laughs> your headphones though like I need to make that clear like I didn't care about you I was like oh, I really need to get those headphones do you like them and I was curious and so I approached you and you were like why are you messing up my workout I could just see in your face you're so pissed oh I was I was I was pretty pissed yeah 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 but like that really grew into a, a great friendship. Uh, you became like a client of mine and really you worked out uh, and really our, our friendship has grown from there in terms of like just seeing you grow in terms of like what you do. Obviously you are a owner, full owner, right? Of... Um, no, I have, I have note holders, I have investors. But okay, majority. so I mean TWIP. Yep. So a lot of people, when I say I have a client who does this, they always explain, they always ask me, and I feel like I butcher it all the time. Probably. I do. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie about that. But in your own words, what is TWIP and and how did this become the thing that you wanted to do? Like, what made TWIP TWIP? Well, TWIP stands for travel with interesting people, right? And so first and foremost, it started off as a social network to connect people together uh, with each other, with like-minded people based on their travel behavior. 
or is we trademarked and patented your travenality. So everyone has a travenality. Everyone is different when they are away from home. Uh, there's 10 of these travenalities and you can be a percentage of some or all. So once you have someone's travel behavior, you then can recommend trips, like-minded people with similar travenalities, as well as content and products. So we created a marketplace social network for people to be able to find out their travenality, as well as uh, shop for experiences and connect people based on this travel behavior. Um, we pivoted uh, last year, um, mostly getting social networks off the ground are pretty hard and raising a series seed is extremely difficult, especially as a female. Uh, in the technology travel space, which is very much an industry of followers and not leaders. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we pivoted into uh, providing travel psychographics to travel brands to help them understand their consumers on a deeper level. So really helping with personalization in travel. So for you know, a quick example, if someone who travels for adrenaline uh, is a maverick, uh, we basically can give you words, phrases, images, and experiences to specifically market to this segment of travelers to get them to purchase more often and more frequently. Um, because like I said, people are under the influence of travel right. uh, when they are away from home and make decisions very differently than when you're sitting on your couch um, talking on a podcast with a friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I wouldn't. I would be like your worst customer because like the furthest I'm gonna go is like Staten Island. But in terms <laughs> of like traveling, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not be that good. But a lot of people that I know that travel a lot, I always say, "Twip, you should do this." Because I hear a lot of people is like, "Oh, I don't want to go by myself," and I'll be like, "I know someone who does, who yeah. has like a company like that." So it's like usually I direct them to your Instagram because I know like I know it's something with traveling. I'm like. Just look it up. It's a very new, like, innovative innovative idea. I know it sounds like, oh, just connecting people, but it's truly connecting people. Oh, it's beyond that, yeah. though. It makes the trip more exciting. It makes the trip uh, a unique experience because not only you're traveling to a whole other new country or place, but discovering new friendships, uh, discovering new people. And doing it like that sometimes makes it a little bit better than just like always relying on your friends, always relying on your partner. Be like, you know, uh, if you're a single person, you're going to actually do this. And I asked you this a while ago, too. This is kind of like safe because when you sign up, you have just like, is it like, how is the process? Actually. So when we get, when we get the social network off the ground, hopefully, um, basically you sign up, you create a profile, and then you take this behavior assessment, and you find out that travel behavior, that travenality, and then you can shop for that. So you know, traveling is different in everyone's definite. Like the definition of travel is just going from point A to B. So yeah, you go to Staten Island, but like you could go to Long Island and play golf or something like that. So the point is that you know what I've noticed in travel and throughout my years is that a third of people simply don't travel because of the fear of loneliness, which yeah. is a very paralyzing fear. And that breaks my heart. It always has broken my heart. I've been in travel for a really long time and people want to see the world. They want to be curious, but they're too afraid to do it alone and to have these shared experiences. And the older you get, the you know you have, um, when you're young, you have a whole bunch of time and no money. And when you're older, you have money and no time. And when you're even older, you have time and money and no goddamn friends because everyone's married with kids or a grandpa or grandma and so it's really being able to selfishly and safely travel and be able to connect with these people you know on you know um at the time that you want to be able to travel at the time you know where you want to be able to go because time destination and price will prevent you from traveling even with your best friend and so if you're able to find someone to connect with you know despite these three things that will throw you off your track you have a higher chances of a better trip or experience, or a day trip, or you know, a weekend trip, things like that. Um, you know, if you, you know, if I want to go to Bolivia, you know, I would probably go with you because you know you speak Spanish and I right. don't, and that's more of a chance to have a more successful trip, right? Correct. Um, you know, if I'm going to go on a trip that I want to, my my travelality is not someone who travels for sports or health or wellness really um is you, it more for just like experience or well, that's cultural like, experience there is there is but you might be someone who travels for health or wellness and i might be like sorry buddy like that's not my jam i'm you not know? gonna work out in the mountains bro <laughs> so anyways that's kind of where my drive you know comes what from. started this though like what what was it like what was your mindset behind it was it personal experience for you to be like you know, I'm because usually people that come up with like a certain idea or product, 
it's always there's always something that chip in their head of like well i've gone through this and i feel like if i if i'm making this is because i don't want anybody else or like i want to facilitate this to other people because no, it's I not a good you. experience um the answer you'll hear on a lot of podcasts that i talk about it's the same it's curiosity uh, I couldn't read the back of the cereal box at my family's summer home in Canada. It was written in French, and I couldn't handle the fact that I couldn't read it, and it pissed me off. So mm-hmm. I took French in college, and then I wanted to go to France because I learned a new language, and I had no one to go with because after college, everyone wanted to have babies right. or get married or they were too broke. And I was like, I don't care. I'm figuring it out. So I tapped into like-minded people. Um, you're an average of the five people you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. as I believe. And I tapped into the French club at Ball State. And they were like, don't go to France. Move there. And I was like, all right, hold my beer. Did you move to, to yeah, France? Yeah, I lived in France, yeah. How long? I did not yeah, know that. you know that? 2004 to 2005, man. Nancy. France. So, so wait, for a year? Yeah. Yeah, a little over a year. And uh, yeah, yeah, like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a year. And... Uh, being, I traveled so much when I lived there. I met a whole bunch of friends and I traveled constantly. And then I was addicted to travel and got into the travel industry and started working for the International Kitchen that created cooking vacations to France, Italy, Spain, and Mexico. What? So yep. you were traveling and eating for free? Yeah. Oh my God. It was cool. My boss would be like, Lauren, in my office. I'm like, oh, I'm getting fired. And she's like, I need you to go to Rome tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, Rome? Rome? Manana? See. Si. <laughs> like, yes. And it's not even Italian. <laughs> like, I will go to Rome and do whatever you need me to do. And that was one of the best moments of my life. I worked there for um, two and a half years, right before the uh, economy went to shit uh, in Chicago. And so I. So um, you were in Chicago before yeah. New York. Yeah. You went from France to Chicago. Where I'm from, I'm from Chicago. Right. So I went back to Chicago in the city, and then um, I've been in New York for almost ten years this May. But I lived downtown Chicago, and I worked for this company, and I fell in love with travel, and um, got deeply, even more rooted into it. And I realized that people were calling in, like, I don't have anyone to travel with, or do you know anyone that wants to share a room, or I want to stay a couple extra days in Florence. Do you know anyone that will go with me? And it was just this constant need for these like-minded people and uh, I could never give a good answer I could never help anybody and so then I got recruited to model in 2010 to New York City and while I was modeling I just kept putting together trips and experiences and testing travel behavior mm-hmm. and then I threw events and started interviewing people because I used to be a journalist so I would interview wow, people you, you you went from traveling to modeling to journal Journalists, you never told me about journalism. that was college that was or that was in the beginning of the days but i'm like a naturally curious journalist like i just it's in me like i my, i went to school to be a journalist so i love asking questions and getting to know people that's where the curiosity comes from right curiosity is like you know as a kid i couldn't read the zero box so went and learned french and right. if i don't know anything about you like i'm curious because i want that depth and i want that connection and i i'll ask you questions or i'll do research on an experience and then try to bring people together to go on this experience like i'm so i'm a very curious person now you feel like curiosity brought you to obviously new experiences new friends uh new journeys mm-hmm. uh just being able to be open that way because a lot of people when they're curious, you have only two, you only have to have two paths for that, right? You either are curious and you just feel afraid that you don't like, and you just don't do it because you're just afraid of something that you have never done it before. You're more the opposite where you're like curious about doing something and you still manage to like, you know what, even though I've never experienced it, I've never done it and I want to learn more about it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. And obviously you, like the mindset of you doing that is because it all started with a cereal box. It all goes back to that for you. You read that cereal box, you understand that you wanted to learn more. Some people sometimes be like, you know what? Yeah, I don't don't understand the box. I'm just gonna let it go. Mm -hmm. And then they never move forward to that. That curiosity does not follow to one and more. Well, I think we make decisions. I mean, I, I truly believe this too because the more, like every decision I make, I try to put it into two categories and it always seems to work. Like we make decisions and choices in our life either from love or fear. Yeah. So either I love you enough or I love French enough or I love, you know, language enough to go learn French um, or I don't. I'm afraid to learn something new, you know? Um, I am a very curious person, but I'm not very daring. Like I'm not 
someone who's going to try that new food or jump off of a building or something like that. No, but you, know? you have but, to like something about it mm-hmm. in order for you to keep on going. But right? It's like love or hate. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like you make decisions through love or hate. Yeah. I mean, love or fear. Sorry. Because there's some people that they're just curious about something. Like, I am the type of person that is like, when I'm curious about doing something, sometimes I'm like, is it something I'm going to like or not? Is it something that I, I feel a, a certain type of an attraction to do it? Um, that is what's going to make my next step be like, you know what? I've never done it, but it's something that I always wanted to do. I was always just like intrigued about it. I'm going to try it. But if those things do not combine for me and the opportunity is there for me to try it, I will still say no. Like I will still be like, no, I'm not really interested in doing it. Mm-hmm. And some people will take that leap and be just like, and just, you know, sometimes taking that leap is what gives you new experiences, new, and maybe finding new things about you. Like, holy shit, I didn't know I, I was able to do this. Mm-hmm. But that's because I needed to be curious. I needed to be intrigued. I needed to do stuff in order for you, you know, to anybody to do learn a new experience. And that correlates with business, that correlates with health and fitness. You know, people are afraid of entering the gym. Um, they're not curious about it, so they just keep on going, moving forward. And the only reason they have to, like, they make that turn off, like, on the fitness level is because either a doctor or something uh, occurs to them where they have to be like, oh, my God, like, they're against the wall. And they're like, I, I have to do something with my body. In order to do that, I need to step into the gym. Mm-hmm. They're afraid. And it's like, sometimes it's like out of their comfort zone. But if they're not driven that way, most people never even think about doing exercises. Passion's hard to find, right? And I think it that is. next it's, step... It's unique, man. It's, it's, having a passion is like, you know, you got to have some type of passion. Because here's the thing. It's like when you're passionate about something... No one thing. It's like you can be passionate about something. That doesn't mean that it's always going to be nice and dandy with it. You oh, know? of course not. But I don't. But hold on, I don't agree necessarily one hundred percent with that statement because, like, you don't have to have a passion. You don't. There's no, a lot of people that are passionless, and I think they probably live very unfulfilled lives. It's hard. Like you should be. I feel blessed to have found my passion, um, and I'm passionate about that. Uh, yeah. And I think um, people I'm attracted to. I don't care what you're passionate about as long as it's not me right. <laughs> like you need to be passionate about something and i think a lot of people sometimes spend a lot of their lives looking for that passion yeah. um that interest that fire because we have to stoke our own fire we can't passion cannot be given to us it has to be yeah. found and like i said i'm so blessed that i have been able to create something about the things that i'm most passionate about people technology and travel yeah like that is the ultimate for me and how I'm how that's gonna grow with me as I get older, I don't know. Will I find a new passion and my tunnel vision because that's the only thing I care about? I don't know. But I do feel blessed because I have that not only personality, but I also have been able to find something I'm passionate in. And I know that people look for that constantly, um, you know, and, and they look for that void. Um, so, you know, it's not yeah. easily received. It's not. I think passion is a very scary word for a lot of people because it's uh, uh, it's a very, uh, I wouldn't say scary. It's but obligatory. It's, it's like yeah, obligatory. It's, I mean, not everybody, like, not everybody's going to find their passion. That is very true. But also, too, it's like when you find your passion, it's so uh, easy. Everything just becomes... You become high and you just... Yeah, it's like crack cocaine. You, yeah, you just don't... <laughs> Sucks. And, and, and when we talk about this, there's unique people out there. It doesn't really matter about the money. It's not about just the money. I think passion with money, it's uh, people get confused with like you making good money. And when someone asks that person, it's like, are you passionate about you making good money? Sometimes it's no. And it's like, are they truly happy making that type of money? Like, do you think money is overtaking that happiness of like yeah i mean i'm good at this but i'm not passionate about it and i heard that from a lot of people a lot of clientele that i train uh, a lot of people that i hear their stories and usually i'll ask them it's like are you passionate about it and they're like no it just pays my bills and when i get that type of answer i'm like okay so are you are you happy with what you're doing or are you just doing it because you just need to survive and there's a huge difference between that because we are in New York City 
now the Mecca, or I would say probably one of the hardest city to live in because it's not about just finding a patron anymore. It's about surviving mm-hmm. when you're in the city. You, you, you got to pay a lot of bills. You got to pay a lot of responsibilities. Sometimes you are forced to do things that you never wanted to do, the jobs that you never wanted to do. So it takes you away from that passion. Because I babysat like, until I was 30. What, yeah, I mean, like, well, like, I mean, I love, I love kids. Okay, but so. like, do you, do, but babysitting and nannying <laughs> as a grown ass woman when you like should like when you're thinking about having your own, like, I, I have done, I have worked so many jobs in my life, and you know, it's funny that you bring that up because like, it's hard. I mean, this is like a liaison because you know it's hard to explain sometimes the passion that you have to people. And it's, it's unexplainable. It is. You're right. It's unexplainable. It's and, unexplainable. And some people Not, aren't. No one will ever understand your passion for something. Like when I sit there and I try my best to explain someone my passion is I feel like I'm explaining it to a Like it's, it's impossible. It's, impo- it's impossible to explain the feeling that you have for certain things because nobody in this world will ever understand it they might follow it they might retail like they might be they be they might become your follower they might become like they might change that change that energy and follow it through you but they will never feel the same passion that you feel for that thing for that well some people are like so example some people are passionate about money okay fine like that works right i mean but passionate about things that you like you're never gonna make money out of it but they're fucking happy we're didn't doing it like people don't understand it's like I've seen people not make that much money but their personality of how happy they are they're like you know what like I love what I do and that's it like that compared to like I hate what I do, but I make good money, but I cannot wait until Friday. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait until I go to a bar, drink my ass off because I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers. I hate my life. I, I hate this, and I cannot wait for that Saturday morning where I don't, have, I don't give a fuck about anybody else and, and, and do whatever I want. And Sunday comes in. I fucking hate Monday. I'm going to kill everybody on that train. It's like... That is a very stressful life. That is a very sad life. And unfortunately... I see that on people's eyes when I go onto the train at six in the morning oh, on yeah. Monday mm-hmm. and I see that energy walking in, it is so poisonous. And it, people don't realize it. People don't realize it. But people are not happy in that train. And it is contagious. It's very contagious. It's you know, it's really gratifying to be able to help people find that passion or mentor, you know, for me, mentor other women, other entrepreneurs to help yeah, them find that, sure. entre- that that passion. Um, like I said, I feel really blessed to have found mine for the time being. My, yeah. It may change and it may evolve. Um, what I think is kind of funny, though, is that, you know, the definition of success is so different and this world is so judgmental about their you know bringing your depth you know your personal definition of success into someone else's world so for example uh, unfortunately I got this email yesterday from my godfather which is heartbreaking Um, and it may have come from love and support but I did not receive it that way and it's funny because I got a a very mansplaining email and it said work is a four-letter word mansplain uh, sage advice from someone that has found success in their life. It all starts with a job. So it was um, in a link to an article that talks about millennials getting a job and not living with their parents. I'm 37 years old. I've been living by myself since I was 18. Technically, you're not a millennial. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I have a client who is like, you were born 85 at 12 o'clock at noon on May 9th. That makes you a millennial. And Got I was it. like, what? That's hilarious. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? It's like, so, you're like first generation. I was like, am I like the iPhone 1 compared <laughs> to the iPhone 10 now? Well, it's such a... I really want someone to like actually answer that question because I've heard so many different variations. But it was really disheartening to get this this email from someone um, to, and to not have, you know, have support on your career. And yeah. for someone who, one, has never taken the time to ask me what's going on in my life and what do I have in the pipeline? Like, there's so many things that I've got going on right now. And... Um, but to 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 assume that I share the same definition of success 
as him. And I was just like the ignorance of this. And this is what I think taints our society nowadays with all the social media and, you know, jealousy, which is the green eyed monster. Um, And this kind of broke my heart because I am sensitive and, you know, because I would be very open about my passions and desires as I am on this podcast right now. Podcast. 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 Sorry. And um, let's start over. Three, two, one. Podcast. And, um, you know, I've been to 39 countries. I'm 37 years old. 39 countries. 39 countries. That's my definition of success. (laughs) Two. Actually, I traveled with my grandfather most of South America, but still. I wouldn't count that as that was like me traveling to like different states. <laughs> but that doesn't but that doesn't even matter because that's what I want to reach 100 countries before I de- before 100 years old. Okay. You know, I'm and so for me that is one of my goals in life and yeah. therefore I feel I have a lot of currency and money because of my travels. I might not have tons in the bank, but I also am not in debt, right? And I have given myself an education. I've been, you know, I've created a company. I've moved to different countries. I've moved to different states. I've taken tons of risk because of curiosity. And I could have stayed in the same place and not moved outside of the state that I was born in and, you know, maybe gone into a nine to five job and knowing my personality, I would be absolutely fucking miserable. I am so my father's daughter. We are entrepreneurial. We like to carve our own path. And, um, you know, for me being a, you know, a leader for me to, you know, like I said, carve my own way. That's important to me. Now, here's the transition that I think that we've been waiting for for this podcast is that, you know, like I said, living your life for someone else, like really, like does he really think that this email is going to change the way I think and all of a sudden alter my definition of success because he looks at money successful and I look at something else successful because you know what? It doesn't matter how great I become. It doesn't matter what I do in my life. We all die. And after what happened yesterday with Kobe, rest in peace, like one of the greatest greats that has ever walked the planet. It's 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 insane what happened like yesterday. It's insane. It doesn't matter what our life is like living for someone else, because guess what? We're all mortal. You know what? You know what's sad about this? And I said it. I was so mad yesterday. I was like, I don't know if I want to post anything. And and it made me think a lot because. And I'm a preacher of this because it's fucking true that sometimes in order for us to really open our eyes, something has to happen to us. Mm -hmm. Something has to happen to someone that you look up to, someone that you know, someone that is big, something in order for us to be like, oh, let me call my dad and say I love him. Oh, let me call my kids and do this. Let me do this and let me do that. And it is sad. It is sad. And and I'm a, I'm guilty as as I'm saying that. I was pretty mad about that because here's a man who has pretty much ultimately defined and created his own legacy by putting what everybody should be doing for themselves. Fucking hard work devotion passion everything that he needed to do he had to like this success that he created for himself was not just given to him and be like hey listen you're going to be born to be the greatest no he had to really think about and say am i going to be the greatest at this do do i have the tools to do this am i am i mentally prepared to be this and there's a video of him like you know when when he said like people there was a uh, I don't know if it was his coach or his professor. He's like, don't play basketball. That's not going to take you anywhere. And having, and he said it himself, it's like that negative energy actually became my most powerful energy to become who I am. Well, let's break that down for a second. So like, obviously the entire world is in just shambles because of Kobe passing away. This is a global. A hundred percent. This is not, we're not talking about like fucking, uh, we're not, we're not talking about just like United States. Like we're talking about a global athlete, like worldwide known athlete. So, but why do we quote, care, quote, as much more about Kobe than the other eight passengers, right? And here's why. It's not that we don't care more about Kobe. It's that Kobe Wait, it was it? is that Kobe gave us hope. 
Kobe became a leader and there are very few leaders in this world. Now we all, as much as, that's why death like this of a leader shatters people because as much as people like the villain and they like the bad guy, they truly are always hoping and wishing and wanting for the, the good guy to win. And when someone like Kobe, who has won and worked so hard for his own legacy through his own hard work, and it's gone, we, we're all living through that because not everyone, obviously, can do the great, like, or an Obama. Who do you think of as a leader? Me, leaders in my head are Oprah, The Rock, Obama, Kobe, Michael Jordan, right? Those are leaders, not even in being great, in what they've done, but They're just natural born leaders. But being, but no, I think you can work at it too. I all, I believe that you have it. It's an innate personality trait. I think, any, you can, any, I think anybody can, you can be a leader. But I'm it. saying like, there's a difference when some when you working on a skill, and then someone like when you're born with something that just unfortunately not everybody. But has. then there's also the ability of being having grace when you've achieved something so great. Yeah. And that's where I think the leadership comes from when it oh, comes yeah. to Kobe and like I said, even Obama, like always speaking with grace. Oh, Oprah. I mean, do you know how hard she probably has to work to like literally stay out of shit? Like it's so easy to have slander thrown at you and garbage. Like you have to walk this earth like a leader and Kobe did that. And that's why I believe this has just shattered the planet because you know, he gave us hope. People lived their lives through someone because they, in another life, hope they could be that great. Because yeah. that's how much work and um, dedication it takes to becoming that leader. And that's why we're on this podcast. That's why we're having this conversation because we want to inspire people around us and the next generation to dig deep and understand the responsibility of being a leader and what it takes and not just wishing and hoping and dreaming. Um, that's all good and dandy, but like we need leaders. We need people to change. Like we have climate problems, we have political problems. Um, our, you know, our our country's in shambles. Like we need people, innovators and entrepreneurs to step up and take leadership to change global problems because we're not innovating fast enough for the evolution of humanity. And what yeah. I felt yesterday, which was kind of beautiful, is that like I realized, you know it sounds so silly like oh i know this fact but kobe kind of brings you down it just like you brought us down to the, the you know hits you in the jugular it brought us down to the lower level of like wow we're all fucking humans and it hurts on a human level and it didn't matter that he was so so great it was just that like i don't want to lose my dad i don't want to lose my sister even though i don't talk to her i don't want to lose you know like you know you don't want your your you know your aunt to lose their cousin like my so like speaking of my cousin died this morning and it's been a shitty day, you know, um, and my aunt had a seizure because of the stress. I mean, this is like not even 10 hours. He's 33 years old with a wife who's eight months pregnant and my cousin is dead. Like the reality of today, like I, I can't, I'm like just dried of tears, like because it's just, it's, it's so sobering to yeah. be like it doesn't matter if you live your life for someone else like find your definition of success, find what's important to you, live that life. Uh, for you because when you're gone guess what it don't matter it doesn't matter it, it you matter you need to make yourself happy because living your life for someone else isn't going to make you happy now if you, what makes you happy can also create a legacy or create motivation and be there for other people like that's amazing and that's yeah. what's beautiful about kobe is because his passion aligned with being a leader which then motivated and created other leaders yeah yeah, people people followed him. People, you know, I mean, I grew up knowing about Kobe Bryant. I never knew too much. I never followed him in the sport itself. But, you know, you hear news like, again, like I'm not too much into basketball. But I know as an athlete, he was well known. And, mm -hmm. you know, besides Michael Jordan, even Michael Jordan, I think I wasn't, I wasn't too much into it. Because, again, me... In South America, we all had all these type of like soccer leaders, right? So like, mm -hmm. you know, passionate. You have Maradona, even though like, you know, great soccer players. Then you have Pelé, then you have other ones. And I saw my grandfather as a, as a, as a natural born leader also too, because he was a soccer player. He was, a tr he was an athlete, he used to play for the national team. And, you know, having like Kobe Bryant, it was just like, everybody still knew him like coming into this country also too is like he was like a legend so again that didn't cause me to follow him and to be like him but it was his passion like his his dedication 
like you know him winning those ta- those championships like all these things that he has created overall people think it's like oh he was just you know he, i think he was just stapling his legacy that's what he wanted to do can we talk about his last tweet uh, what is that is that, uh, that is the creepiest one is that the one where he sent he sent it to lebron continuing to move the game forward yeah at king james much respect my brother number three three six four four oh my if this isn't the most beautiful how crazy is that poetic that he, chill it's chilling that, that he literally like lebron james break, breaks yeah. one of his records and before he leaves he's like if i'm lebron i'm probably like just i'm i'm not myself right now like to have someone tell you that like listen it's your turn yeah and i'm not gonna see you this weekend like yeah i'm done that's some deep shit, man. The coincidences on all of this is kind of incredible. And I think also, like I said, poetic and beautiful and sad and and tragic at the same time. And um, man, like that's just a very, you know, when you're when you're you just can't believe it. When you're a I, legend, that's how you go out. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like it's just, you know, and, and it's sad. And, and I know that our main focus is LeBron, uh, LeBron, I'm sorry, uh, Kobe, but. You are right. I mean, you know, there were other people on the plane. His daughter, Gigi, was in it. And I think a coach, another coach, mm-hmm. yep. and his wife and, and his daughter yep. were yep. in it. That's five, but was it with the helicopter? There was nine total, there I believe. nine total. Yeah. Was that with the... The, the pilot, yeah. The pilots mm-hmm. and all that. Okay. Because yeah. they mentioned five, 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 and I'm like, mm, wait, so who was piloting the... Who was driving the freaking helicopter? So it makes sense that it's nine. Yeah. But... That's sad news. Like, yeah, he he he's the name of of it, but other people were involved. Uh, yeah, death is real, man. It's been a heavy day. Like, um, you know, I it's, death is the only person that you cannot you cannot cancel an appointment to. Did you when it's um, here? It's here. Did you watch the Grammys last night by any chance? No, I. This is how it fucked me up. Like the the. What happened last night? It fucked me up as a father, fucked me up as a son, fucked me up as a person. In terms of just like, here I am trying to create something for myself, and last time I got in touch with my aunt was a couple of weeks ago. Last time I spoke to my my grandmother was a couple of days ago, and and just to know how she's doing. Last time I spoke to my father was a couple of years ago, like. Every time I try to talk to him, he hangs up the phone with me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like affects you, it messes you up. Like just like one day you can just be like, I keep thinking, I was like, if I die tomorrow, have I said all the things I need to say to my kids, to my father, to my grandma? Well, the reason I bring this up is like, you know, I love award ceremonies because I just really love seeing people be celebrated and to win and to just fully be in, you know, themselves. Um like you know stepping into their greatness and there's this this song where Camila Camila um Cabello 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 um she basically she sang this song uh, called First Man which was dedicated to her father and he was in the audience and she literally went up there and held his hand and sang this song of like you taught me love and it was a father daughter moment and i was literally like ugly crying like i texted my dad i'm like i love you like I was, I was beyond myself, and it was, um, it was just a really beautiful moment. Like Alicia Keys hosted, um, it was in, you know, it's in the Staples Centers, which is the house that you know yeah, um, Kobe. Kobe built, and um, Boys to Men song, and um, it, there was just a lot of realness, like, and it kind of just gave me this hope of humanity. Like it was just soft and loving and deep, and people were, were like just more raw than normal. And it, you know, it's gonna dissipate. We're gonna go back to the same bullshit of you know sometimes. Times, um, that you know society can be but I think sometimes we need this though. we need we need this and I'm not saying we need it but like no. it's like I said it's sobering and it was really beautiful and it kind of just gave me this uh, it just it just gave me the warm and fuzzies that like hey you know what we're it's all a human. real life check you know hey check your yep. shit yep. type of thing that's life telling us hey listen it's like everything's nice and dandy no check yourself look at yourself in the mirror where are you at like yeah. are you happy with yourself because when you leave I don't really give a shit if yeah. you're happy or not. So I'm living my, I'm wearing my live life like cat hoodie today. 
um, one of my girlfriends died in an avalanche four years this month. Jesus um, four years ago this month, and you know it's it was really really devastating. Wouldn't it be crazy that it's like dying is actually like it takes you to a place that is like fucking for real? Like I mean I'm I'm I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. Like I think about it all the time. And it's just like it's. Well, my my whole point with saying is that um, you know she lived a life like really full, and I know she passed extremely young, but. It was nice to know when you you do you live your, she lived her life for herself so bringing that back living your life for yourself and no one else um, yeah. and that gave I think that gives a lot of her friends comfort and peace because she was someone that just was like you know what hashtag live life like cat like live yeah. your life to the fullest and um, that's why when people come to me and they're like should I start my own business or you know should I do this or like these questions of should I and I always I always say this this is how I make decisions in my life I go. What if someone took the possibility away from you and said it was not possible? Like you were actually not allowed to start a business. You would still do it. Would you be pissed? And would you still do it? Yeah. And if they say yes, I'm like, well, that's the path that you should go down. Yeah. No, like, think, you know what I mean? I think, for, but that's that's going back to being kids. When you tell a kid, don't do that. What are the what are the odds that that kid is going to be like? Okay, I won't do it. Fuck that. The second you turn around, <laughs> that kid's going to fucking do it. That's it, yeah. because he said it, and that's the kid mentality. Because if I tell my son you can do it, you're gonna get hurt. The likelihood of that, of him not doing it because I just told him the truth, he's not gonna do it. Well, that's where you need to, you know. But if I tell my kid, uh, I did it. I did it plenty of times. My dad told me no many times, and all those times he told me no, I broke those fucking rules. I was like, you gonna tell me no? How about this? Go away, I'm going to break all the rules. And it happened. I got into a lot of shit. And my father one time told me, he's like, you know what? I was like, I'm glad that you did this. I'm glad that you're fucking breaking all this laws because that means that you don't have to follow. Like, I think you need this. And I think all of us. Well, that's where you need to then. What I hear is don't ignore the inner child in you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm a child. You know me. You're a ridiculous child. <laughs> I'm a child. I can't even I'm a natural you. child on a, on, a, on a big guy. But This is the most mature thing we've ever done on a podcast. <laughs> but, but it's true. And it's like I see it that way. When, when someone tells me no, I'm like, please tell me no. Please tell me that I, I don't can't know what do I've it. taught you in your life, but I need to teach you some maturity. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's everybody's goal with me. I think even my clients like, bro, like, Jesus Christ. But... It's amazing that honestly, like what I've learned from you is it's 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 pretty much solidifying passion because I was afraid of finding my passion and I was afraid of thinking like I don't even know if this is my passion. Maybe I'm just doing this because it's actually good money, you know. And discovering that with fitness has been for a long time like that. Obviously, we know each other for about two years now. But here's the funny thing. In the past two years, I've solidified the fact that this is my passion, that this is where I can actually, I can literally, I'm not, I'm not saying this to my clients, but I'm just saying, I can literally say that out of 10 clients, I've trained one client that is for free, and I was like, because I saw potential. Having that type of mentality, because I want to help people out, that's, that's, that's a definition for my, in my eyes of passion. Doing it naturally, where I don't feel forced to do it. When I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, a lot of people is like, "How the fuck do you do it?" I'm like, "I do it." One, yeah, it fucking sucks. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like waking up at three fifty, four o'clock, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm only gonna be cranky if I go to bed at twelve. Yeah, anybody's gonna be cranky because you only got four hours of sleep. But I wake up and I'm like, "All right, you know what?" Like, takes me about five ten minutes, and then after that, I'm like. On an energy level, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do something that I like to do. When I see someone get stronger, get better, or, or mentally be I don't like, know if I knew that. So you weren't really passionate about I was not I passionate you? about fitness. I was what? not passionate about fitness. I was, like, I was mentally afraid every day. I was like, is this the right path that I'm doing? Because I'm struggling financially. I am not happy. Uh, do I go back at bartending? Do I go back at construction or doing jobs that, yeah, will pay me more money? And I'm going to definitely hate it. And discovering the passion was when I felt like I was going to quit. 
and I was gonna just grab my shit, fucking leave New York City, go back to my country. I wasn't not even gonna go for my citizenship. Oh my like gosh. I was like legit, and that was like the month, like the year I met you, because that's when I started doing rounds. And I know this story is like so repetitive in all my podcasts, but is that's how effective it was, me saying to myself, "This is my passion," and being really honest to myself and be like, you know what, like there's two things that are gonna happen here. If I quit, then this is not my passion. Like I'm gonna move on. But there was something in my gut was like, no, like you're doing the right thing. They like, yell at you or something like that? <laughs> no, but it's, it's just like it's it's such a it is a very you know like fucking it, it was it was just bad. It was just bad. When I met you, I was like a very angry guy. I was just like. Very moody. I know. I tried to say, like, compliment your <laughs> earphones, and you almost killed me. I had a question about them. And you're like, Ksah. I was like, I all was, right. But you, but you know what? Like, now, two years later, I, I love training people. I love what I do. I love going into, into what I do, and it's my passion. It's, like, something that is just unexplainable. I cannot explain. Well, you didn't quit. And, and some people, you know, are baffled, like, oh, oh, my God. You eat unseasoned food and all this and all that. And, and, and they pinpoint certain things that they wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't see it that way. I see it that I love to eat food. I don't necessarily have to like season my food. I'm happy with what I'm eating. I'll blend a chicken. I don't hate it. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love my lifestyle. And, the, and it's, it, it makes me happy. I'm not telling you to eat unseasoned food and not be happy because that's not going to make you happy but that makes me happy mm-hmm. and what matters more me being happy or you being happy unfortunately I'm sorry I'm going to be selfish this way I want to be happy yeah and yeah. that's it if I have to eat 17 fucking eggs in the morning I'm going to eat 17 <laughs> eggs in the morning it makes me happy that's it and that's why and, and one of the reasons I, I, I say to you is like listen to you every time talk about like the struggle, but you still moving forward. That's the definition of your passion. That is like you just are relentless. You just keep on going. And remember that that story that I posted on my Instagram, Will Smith, just a couple of fucking days ago. What he's talking about is a very lonely, fucking scary world yep. when you are so determined on doing something because nobody has your fucking brain and nobody has your dedication no matter what people fucking tell you or email you and they tell you, this is the definition that I understand about my shit, fuck you because you know what? You don't understand what I'm going for. And when I see that in people and clients and their passion and what they want, I respect that. I would never change that in a person. But when people is like, well, I really don't understand your lifestyle. I really don't. Am I telling you to understand my lifestyle or am I telling you to respect it? Yeah. So... That is officially what I've learned from you. Like, being happy with being on the shirts. Because this is the life of, of an entrepreneur. Like, it's not a happy lifestyle. It's not. It's a fucking, it's a headache. And it it's sucks. like, it's for strong-minded people. And when I say that, it's, it can be anybody. But I'm saying, like, you literally have to be prepared to go to fucking war. Yeah. You're like bipolar every day. every day. It changes every, every day. fucking day. Every single day. Like I've got literally my the hustle is real blowing up, and I've got you know a death in my family right now. You know, and then I've got you know some great amazing um, you know show that might happen with the company, and then I've got my, which I'm really excited. I know about. I really can't talk about it too much. Like, no, we're, don't don't. It's so it, it could really happen. Like, we've been working on it for a couple of years. So I'm super excited, but then like you know, then you get in you know emails from people that don't believe in you. Like it's like you're gonna Fuck have them. the haters and. Um, it, but keeping people that are close to you that, that that have passion, that understand it, that respect it. You know, I've always said to my family, like, you don't have to understand it. Yeah. Just respect accept it. it. Respect, respect it. Accept it. it. Don't yeah. even respect it. Fuck it. Accept it. Like, it's yeah. not going to change. You're not going to change me. And I, instead of going to get an MBA for $250,000, like, I started a business and I've learned a lot. And guess what? Like, I'm not, I'm still not giving up. Some people usually give up after two years. Like, I am still there, still fighting. Um, and because it means something to me. I, I, I believe in change. I believe in something greater than myself. Like Oprah always said, she was just like, I always knew I was meant for greatness. And I feel that way about myself. Believe and, a very strong but my word, Yeah, but my definition of, you know, greatness is completely different than yours. If, yeah. if you know, and 
Um, yeah, it's a lonely, lonely game. And that's why I love that entrepreneurship. There has been a lot of um, support rising for entrepreneurship because, like I said, we just need to support entrepreneurs to be changing world problems. But I also agree. I can probably say this also to like with technology and how we are evolving in terms of our voice being heard. There is so many other ways. And I think entrepreneurship is becoming a norm, which is okay. But also at the same time, you know, if we had this type of technology 20 years ago, we probably could have done a lot of things, right? Like 20 years ago, I think being an entrepreneurship was not really kind of like the thing because it's like, you know, my dad was like, you know, and my dad is an entrepreneur, but he always like, don't don't try to get your own business, get yourself a city job and you'll be okay, you'll retire with money and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, and every time my dad would tell me that, I feel like, do you want me to settle? Are you telling me just to settle? Like I'm not even 20 years old and you're telling me to to just get a city job and just get a paycheck in my, mm-hmm. in my, in my hand and then be okay and then retire when I'm fucking 65 years old. And in my head, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to settle. I know that there's more out there. I want to do more. But my own father is telling me to settle. Do you believe that I'm capable of greatness or do you believe that I'm just capable of just being mediocre? Now, I'm not insulting people that have city jobs. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. It's a fucking great opportunity for jobs. You make great money. I'm not saying that. It's just not for me. It was just not something that I wanted. And having that opposing energy, which is a person that you look up to, you respect that, you love, and it's your own father telling you, settle. And I was that's like... That's tough. I know. I'm lucky that my dad believes in me, and he's always believed in me, and that's like, he's one of my rocks, and I'm so and appreciative of that. It is, it, but my mom it. doesn't, right? So, like, but here's what my greatest, one of my greatest mentors told me. He was like, you need to find the signal and ignore the noise. Yeah. And that as an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter. You very, gotta find that signal. True. So, uh, you know, where we could be with technology 20 years ago, da 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 da, like that's a whole different conversation. But you can be an podcast. entrepreneur now. You can sell. Guys, if you don't know how to use, idolize like Instagram, like TikTok, no, fuck TikTok, but whatever. But like Instagram, Facebook, like there is so many ways you can play around of like trying to find your passion there's so many options now that you can do there's not just one thing well you don't need to be an entrepreneur to be to find your passion or vice versa right i mean Um, your passion doesn't have to be an entrepreneur i mean Mm -mm. you know like i i i'm actually looking forward to my son telling me his passion and like that i want to be a stripper i'm like (laughs) all right son well i mean you might be good at it so how about you try it is his name mike uh yeah mike right (laughs) but i always say that story because it's like you know what like if I told my dad, hey, dad, I want to be a stripper, most likely he'll probably... Not, well, he would just own you like he already has? Yeah, pretty much. Like You probably, might as well probably, be. Who cares? Probably, probably more than that. But, <laughs> like, again, now nowadays, it's like... It's, it's, I would I would probably let him do it. I would be like, listen, if you fail, I'm going to be right next to you, and I'm going to be telling you, listen, you can change, you can do something else. I mean, you just... you. The only way you learn in life, I'm sorry, guys is fucking failing you fail you fail and you have two options you either try it again and do it better and you fix your 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 mistakes that you've done or you just walk away from it and you quit on it and that's it if you're gonna fail fail trying yeah and are you curious enough to exactly want to know what winning feels like yeah which now it comes down to me asking you the word that I asked to well, not the word but the question I ask all my all my all my people as we end in our podcast just, we went deep by the yeah, way it, was like, it got it got got deep um, I didn't cry I'm so proud of myself really no no <laughs> I, I'm very no yesterday I got teared out though it was, oh, it was pretty bad um, your word what the what's the word that you think it defines you. And I'm not going to guess it. I mean, I've, I heard it probably a good 65 th- times this hour. So <laughs> I'm sure all the listeners are like, well, we all know. Well, it was going to be resilient. It was going to be resilient because really? I am so resilient. Um, but that's not really what defines me because like what what happened before my resiliency like is my curiosity. Like yeah, I'm curious. curious you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
curiosity. Yeah, I mean, it, it defines you. I mean, I think I think that's what made you move forward. That's what made you discover Twip. That's what made you who you are now. It made me want to talk to you because I was curious about your headphones because I was doing research on <laughs> what's the best headphones. And by the way, those suck, by the way. Oh, the so, Bose? Oh, yeah. they were yeah. horrible. I don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like, again, it, it, curiosity for you is in a positive way. Like, it, it positive things happen to you by being curious. Yeah, I have to know all the information about something I care about. Yeah. Um, and if I don't, like I don't I don't care about it. Like I won't speak about it. I won't be an expert on it, but if I truly want uh, and care about something, um, I am t- you know naturally curious about it and I do yeah. whatever I can to truly know something about something or someone. Um, and along with that comes patience and love and yeah. and kindness and you know frustration. And, sure. um, you know, sometimes not being able to find the answers that I'm looking for. Um, yeah. it's, it's a, it's, it sucks sometimes being a curious person. My grandma's curious. Like if she doesn't understand how a remote control works with the TV, like she loses her mind and you're like, oh my God, I'm not explaining that one to her. Auntie, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, so I, it's, it can be a bad thing sometimes. Cause if I don't understand something fully, I get extremely, yeah. extremely frustrated. Yeah. Um, but like I, anyone, yeah. though. I, yes. get, I get frustrated too, but it's like. You know, I'm not curious. I'm just, I'm a bull. I'm I just like, I'm not curious about anything. I'm like, I'm either going to do it or not. That's it. Whether I'm curious or not, that's out of the question. It's more about the experience. That's it. If I fail at it, two things. Did I try really hard? Yes. Is it good for me? No. no I'm not doing it again. That's it. <laughs> that's, I'm pretty much that way. So I'm not curious at all in terms of that. I am curious of learning, but... I learn through failure. I that's that's what I that that's pretty much for me. Like I learn through failure, and that's it. I need to fail at something for me to be like okay, you know. And that's how everybody has pushed me to be greater. You know, when I fell in my competition, my coach was like, "You can do better." That was it. I was like, "All right, let me do this." So, uh, what's next for you? What's next for me? Well... Actually, where are you traveling next? Are you traveling this year again? No, I'm not. Um, I well, actually, my girlfriend's turning forty in Santiago, Chile, for New Year's Eve. So oh, I might be going to Chile. Goodness, um, hopefully, the fish is I amazing. I know. There. I really want to go to Chile, but um, you know, my travels are really slowing down. Like I'm, you know, I'm shifting my focus. I won fifteen thousand. The Twip company, um, we won fifteen thousand dollars worth of free flights from. Thank you so much, Lufthansa and Swiss Air Group. Um, I have yet to get a uh, free <laughs> ticket here. So I, I won't say anything. Yet. That's why I travel a lot. Um, I'll probably go to my family's summer home in Canada this summer. Um, I, you know, like I said, I'm going. I want to go to Chile at the end of the year, but I have a lot of things I want to focus on here. Um, I've been asked to be a co-host for a new talk show called nice. The Plus Side, which is um, one of the executive producers is the nephew of the great Bob Marley, as well as a TWIP TV show that is being pitched right now. So that's kind of incredible. And obviously just still moving forward with um, some pilots that we're still trying to finish off with TWIP. And then my own survival. I'm doing some consulting and um, just being a more established female role in the yeah. travel and technology space. Um so I actually don't have too much planned for 2020, which is exciting because sometimes I'm, you don't. Yeah, I'm just sometimes like sometimes you don't. Sometimes fuck it. those are the years yeah. that you actually cramp everything. You you focus on your life, focus on whatever you little things. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like you just see how it goes. Just trying to slow slow it down a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, love, 38 countries people. a lot. That's a lot of countries. So 37. mind you, 37, 37 yeah, 38. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's more, <laughs> more than one country for me. So I'm it's okay. I'm very I'm very very proud. Very, very, very proud, and 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 I know, um, a lot of people know. I am very rarely, they hear me say I'm very proud of you, because I'm the type of guy who's like, you have to earn it, and yeah. it's like you know. But that's the coach mentality, and um, and when when people hear it, they're like, oh wow, I didn't know that from you. I was like, shut up, that's it, no more. <laughs> Not hearing anything more positive from well, you. Well, I appreciate our friendship. And it yes. It means a lot to, to have this conversation today. I know it's been a crazy weekend. And it's funny that um, we didn't even talk about fitness today. Yeah, I, I mean, we did a little bit, but like, I hope you guys listen, and I hope that you understood something from here. You took something, you know, you learned something from not from myself, but from my friend Lauren here. And, and, and really, be curious. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Be curious. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Do you have an Instagram? Does Twip has an Instagram? Yeah, you can find me. Um, so my name is Lauren Koenig. You can find me at L A K O E N I G. So L A Koenig, my personal, or at Twip Trips with an S. Yeah. Um, and we're Twip Trips all over the internet, and I can be reached at Lauren at Twip.co. Okay. So if you guys have any questions about traveling, uh, she's the gal to look out and uh, really ask her. And do you know like secrets and like uh, how to travel and everything? Oh, I get so many. I get so many questions every day. It's crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that we didn't talk about that today. I wanted to talk about <laughs> you today, so that that's you know, and, and what's going on. So that that was the main focus for today. I'm definitely gonna have you back. Uh, we're gonna have a Q and A probably at some point. Um, a lot of things going going on with my podcast this year, so I'm very excited to see where it's going. Uh, first season was like nice and breezy. Second one is like. Everybody has it's everybody's schedule is crazy, so we'll see. But mm-hmm. obviously, with you having you back, um, I think what I'm gonna do is if you guys have any questions whatsoever in terms of like anything that you want to know more about, um, my friend Lauren here, just email me at unleashfit at gmail. You always obviously can slide in my DMs on my Instagram <laughs> at un, at fit. So I know, but definitely definitely um it's amazing today yeah i think i think this is the first podcast where i'm like not rushing and looking at clothes like oh we got 30 I seconds know. go i know <laughs> no but it's i love good. you man yeah so thank you very much guys for listening and uh yeah episode number four coming out next week also too um yeah that's it i'm done talking peace peace <laughs>